and we're 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 going. Evan we're Peters has that thing where like he kind of looks like he might have Crohn's disease because he's got those <laughs> sunken eyes, like Pete Davidson style. That's not an anti-Crohn's disease statement, <laughs> but it is true that women have now found like sunken-eyed white boys who yeah. look like real tired. Like that's what's hot, and like Evan Peters has that. I've always, but he still has a weird. problematic Twitter past, so I don't care. I've I have never, to go. yeah. <laughs> what? Like you don't feel like that's a fair? You know what? Just let's re- let's I restart. Mean, I no, I'm just saying. Let's like, restart. We're going. I just felt attacked because <laughs> I find Evan Peters. <laughs> I do find and Evan Peters attractive, so but I what normally you guys are don't saying, find like, like for the same reason I find like Daniel Radcliffe attractive. Like they just have really big sad eyes. The like, eyes! Oh, I told you it's the, the eyes. Literally. That's why I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> but it's the crow. It's like it's like they have like their poop weird, and that sucks. And like, but that makes them sexy. So it's a, it's kind of a good trade off. Hot people always have pooping problems. But it's like it's weird that women are attracted to like natural like there's a natural selection level to like having bad poops that women are finding attractive right now and I think that that's scientifically terrific. I think it started with um, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. I think that was really. I really. I wish I would have. it. I had this soundbite of Bill Nye going, "It's huge and it's in your jeans," and I want to <laughs> play it right now because we're talking about science. Yeah. But I don't have it saved. It's on my phone. Welcome to the one-year anniversary of a pilot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I cannot believe it's been a year. And you know so what? Long. This is the perfect episode for the year. It's a horror show in which we took two seasons from the same show. Yep. And did it again. And it wasn't even on yeah. purpose. No, totally on accident. Yeah. In fact, at one point, you thought it was the other episode that was going to go. Yeah, we thought it was going to be the episode that goes up next Not to we. Halloween. Not we. Okay, I'm sorry. Me, <laughs> I just assumed that like we're married and like your mistakes are my mistakes. And, the, no, what really is is know? like Cody always forgets that we did the Scream episode. <laughs> That's what it really is. That's I Well, no, that. I forget that we did the episode after is my thing. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking we posted Scream as like our first one and it was like It is our first one. But it was as like the Halloween episode when really it went up in the first or second week of October. It wasn't anyway. the Halloween episode. The Halloween special was the Halloween episode. And that's why I keep getting confused. I keep forgetting about the Halloween special we actually well, did. <laughs> we're a pilot podcast. What's We've up? been around for a year. What was we the still Hall- know what we're doing? What was the Halloween one for last year? What was it? It was It was a ho- it was um 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 it boy was meets boy world. meets world and oh, that was a good one and friends and friends mm-hmm. that was a good episode for us yeah. yeah it was our first video to hit a thousand views let it be known also that about a week ago uh cody told me in private friends has like no episodes about thanksgiving i just wanted to point that out <laughs> that, <laughs> that was oh after that was after we <laughs> did hilarious. a podcast where not only we reviewed a thanksgiving episode of friends but he said on the podcast that there's like 10 of them <laughs> and then I went through and I was like, oh, wait, there's a lot of them, actually. They're like every I was mis- season. Yeah. I think I was mistaking it for Halloween because there's actually only one Halloween episode. Logan's sister, like, puts that on every year at Thanksgiving. And it's always, like, a different one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them, apparently. There are a lot. <laughs> apparently, I don't know. I haven't yeah. watched them. <laughs> we've, we've, we've watched a lot of television this past year. Holy shit, a no lot. joke. What's rotted been, our brains. What's been your favorite thing you've watched this year for the podcast? That like that like the podcast has introduced us yep. to? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Squid Game. Yeah. No, no, that's Invincible. I was going to say Invincible. Ooh. 
But Squid Game's really good. Ooh, it's between Squid Game or Invincible. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, but the sh- no, this podcast got me into Gossip Girl. Oh yeah, Gossip bro. Girl. Oh, uh, that wins. We, we did Gossip Girl. Yeah, we yeah. did Gossip Girl, and it got with me into you. it. And then I I've watched every episode. Since. What did we pair it with? You, oh, you, the show, you. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> wow, we're clever. Anyway, Dude, we like we were we did Entourage and Gilmore Girls. We've I done remember a lot. that. We've done a lot that. of ep- like. What were some of the? You know what? Just to take a quick moment. What were some of the bangers as far as reviews we did for you guys? Uh, yeah, what do you think was like our in the best? Comments. I mean, Digimon High School Musical, the musical that got us the most views. But I think but that's because I we, think it's a banger. We tapped into the dark underlord world of like Digimon stands. <laughs> we 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 hit like the chisel right at the and it was iceberg. Fun talking about like Olivia Rodrigo and all that shit mm-hmm. and how much apparently you're jealous of her. Yeah, uh, I know, right? <laughs> Get it? Jealous? I mean, like, duh, you dumb fuck. If I could be Olivia Rodrigo instead of me, yeah, yeah I would do, do that. Do it. She's very successful and she's paying a lot of money to people she ripped off. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, also, the original banger, Glee Pokemon, I think is my Glee other. Pokemon is yeah. really good. That was really fun to review, too. Yeah. That was the first one we ever recorded. Let me just, I'm going to look at the list real fast. I'm, I actually have to that. look at it and like see like what really stood out for me. Back I, then, we were going by a different name. Wow, that's I know. crazy. I know, dude. Because uh, uh, you guys just like refused to look up domains when I asked. You know Not what? me. I was the one who found it. I was like, hey, there's already you know one of these guys. You know what? You're I right. That's I true. Yeah. But I, right. I said, I'm like, I listen, I do a lot of research for this podcast. Somebody else has to look at this domain <laughs> shit. I, I did that last right time, on. and I did a great job, but it took days for it's me like, to make sure. That's our current predicament right now, because Logan and I are working on a secret project, I'm, and I'm, it's hard. I really it's like hard. the Yu Yu Hakusho Reaper episode. Oh, that's good. And also, I'm really proud of the My Name is Earl episode. Yeah. Because my intro in it is fucking amazing, and I love it. Uh, I love the Future Man Loki episode. I forgot about that. Future Man and Loki was really good. WandaVision. I love talking about Invincible. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Uh, you know, one of the ones where I felt like we were the most thoughtful, because it was really early, was Barry Dexter. Where we mm. actually we got more into like the nitty gritty of like the cinematography and the direction yeah. and stuff, and I liked that we did that that one time. It gave us an opportunity to talk more about just like then then just meme on it. Like we looked at it with like a critical eye, and I liked that one a lot for that. Nice and yeah, like that seventy show, that eighty show, obviously like wow. totally a banger, one hundred percent. Yeah, but like let us know what you've liked so far this year in the comments and what you'd like to see from us in our second year. Yeah, 2022 yeah. is our second year. Hey, that works. We can put a wow. poll on our tro- on our Twitter and see what happens. Yeah, for sure. So there you go. We so what are we are. reviewing today? And who are we? We did, I don't think we ever introduced oh, we ourselves. Womp. <laughs> well, a pilot podcast. <laughs> wow, I thought you were going to do the womp. <laughs> thank you, womp. CL. You know how much it would we take? We definitely said we were a pilot podcast. You know how long but... it would take for me to get to that sound bite? Do you really want me to play that? No. No, we're doing it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Well, in the meantime, I'm Cody slash CL. I'm Farini. And who are you? That did not take long at all. It's going to take longer to get back. No, I'm just kidding. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't know where to go oh, from shit. there. No, I think I know where we're going after that. Okay. Uh, anyway, I am... This is the first time for me in the <laughs> Marvel... You know, um, t- have you seen that video of Owen? Wait, we talked about it on the review, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Oh, shit. Listen to that review. <laughs> I'm Logan. And they never called you the Scarlet Witch, but you are the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> god so we're reviewing the first two seasons of american horror story so murder house and asylum Ooh. yeah yeah um 
the the thing about American Horror Story is it's like a big part of one of the people in this room's upbringing as yes. far as viewing goes. I'll let, I'll let Cody read the Wikipedia, then I will get into yeah. my love for it. So American Horror Story Murder House, originally titled, titled American Horror Story, wow, is the first season of the FX horror anthology television series created by Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk, also the creators of Glee and Nip Tuck. Uh, it aired between October 5th and December of 2011, uh, produced by Fox. Let's see. It centers on the Harmon family, Dr. Ben Harmon, Vivian, and their daughter, Violet, who move from Boston to Los Angeles after Vivian has a miscarriage and Ben has an affair. They move into a restored mansion and chaos and things ensue. Yeah. So um, upon rewatch, you definitely feel like there should be a big trigger warning on this. Oh, yeah. But um, this show was like, I found it freshman year. It didn't come out. My fr- it, it was like already out. And like me and my friends made it our entire personality liking the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I knew a lot of girls. Yeah. Like yeah. I definitely was like the Doc Martens black skinny jeans oh. like before it was cool. Before dark academia was a yeah, thing. Yeah, before dark academia was a thing. I had a septum ring before it was cool. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I, I since don't because I'm an adult now. But <laughs> shout out to all the adult Aww. listeners with I'm not laughing at, I love you. I'm not still. laughing at that. But I, I am I'm I'm hearing just, that. I have, a, I have a big girl job. I can't. There's, I'm reading these notes from the movie, that I, the notes that I wrote in my like review, I guess, like while we're watching it. Yeah. These notes make no sense to me right now. That's okay. funny. <laughs> There's but, some that like... The one is loved pickled ears on my hoagie. <laughs> from this? Yes. I think that's a line. Yeah, I think that's a line. But no, uh, I don't think it's a line. I think I like. There's something about a hoagie. They were no, no, no. They, they were like, uh, they they were like looking through, like somebody found like weird jars or something in the basement, yeah. and there was like yes. ears. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And, it was like right. It was like a cut scene to like someone eating a sandwich. I was like love pickled ears on my hoagie. <laughs> and, and at this t- God, at this time too, when I found this show and made it my whole whole personality, I was like on Tumblr, so it was very much like normal people scare me time on Tumblr. Nice. Okay. Um, I also worked at a haunted house at the time with the same friends that like we were all obsessed with the show. So we just like pretended like we we're on the show at the haunted house. <laughs> yeah. Extra cringe, extra cringe. Wow. Okay. That's really cringy. I, I would know. not have admitted that. <laughs> I'm, hey, kidding. I'm, kidding. Fine. I'm hey. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm confident. In no, who no, no. I am. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll admit something to make you feel better about hmm. that. So uh, there was a point in time where I, I had a crush on this girl in my neighborhood. Yeah. And she had the uh, album for High School Musical, and I would act out the scenes with her. Adorable. Because I thought she was Aww, hot. you're so cute. I- I'll then, make it like, better for you, too. I clapped those. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> 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 kidding. Anyway. Um, during recess, me and my friends used to pretend that we had Pokemon, and we'd literally do, like, the Ash Ketchum pull the hat back, put that's, her leg up in the air, as fuck. and throw the Pokeball. Dude, dude you're, you're so millennial, it hurts right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so quirky and relatable, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love the show, and I was like, really into like, seeing the new ones come out, too. And I just got- I know, you were obsessed. When they were about to put out Roanoke, they did like all these TV trailers where they like gave you a bunch of commercials, and you had to figure out which one, like- they gave a bunch of intros and only one of them was for the show. And Logan and I were doing oh, that's kind of cool. And that's I saw idea. one that was like all like like um, crop circles and aliens. I was like, dude, do that one. That looks fucking amazing. And they didn't. <laughs> and I just like <laughs> instead it was Roanoke. And we both watched the first episode, and it was so disappointing. We didn't continue it. 
and I was like hyped for it. I was like, it was, a, it was a topic of, of every it. day. Yeah. It was something she brought up every day. Why haven't they done aliens? I mean, they kind of, they kind of do. They do, kinda do. At multiple we'll get times. into that. Not in, not in murder house though, which is the one we're no, talking but, about first. Yeah. But Maybe we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Had, um, had either of you seen murder house before this? No. Oh, that's oh. a good question. I don't think I know so. this is definitely not Cody's type of TV. The only the only American horror story I saw before you is I saw the first episode of Asylum because I was with an edgy person. I was hanging out <laughs> with an edgy girl. Yeah, edgy and, girls be loving this shit. And you know, she just wanted to blow Evan Peters the whole time. It really I ruined mean, my same. whole day. I was like, why don't I have Crohn's? So, <laughs> and, uh, so you were on a date with me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and I was like, and uh, no. Uh, I ended up like hating it so much. I was like, can we please watch something else? Yeah. And I think we watched oddities that show that's like pawn stars, but they sell weird shit. This girl was too edgy. <laughs> she tried, was trying too hard. And, um, so that was the only time I had seen it. And then Franny made me watch the, in the, like the summer after I graduated high school, we had to watch freak show on Netflix. Like she was obsessed. Yeah. And it was really bad. The one I knew about <laughs> was coven. That was the one that all of the girls that's were like, kinda- yeah, that's kind of when I fell off of okay, interesting. the wagon. That's the one where every girl I knew was like, oh my God, I'm a witch. Yeah. I'm like a naughty little witch. Because it got it got too mainstream for me. I was it too does kinda, it's, for it. It feels like it still fuels witch talk, but that's not the one we're reviewing yeah. today. No, not yet. And we'll probably eventually review that one. Um, we're reviewing, we are reviewing, in my opinion, the most problematic and the messiest. Do you guys want me to read some of my American notes? horror story? Yeah, because yeah, Logan, Logan actually watched the full season. We'll talk about just the pilot right now, but we'll get into spoiler talk too. I'm only going to read my notes from the pilot episode. Okay. So at one point, uh, the there, who's Addie, I believe. Um, yeah, she's special needs, and she is talking to her mother, and she's like, "Why, why aren't Played you watching TV? Uh, why aren't you watching TV?" And she goes. I put on Dora the Explorer and she said, it was go Diego go. I hate go Diego go. And I said, I hate go Diego go as well, but your mom's still racist. <laughs> <laughs> but don't. Cause she was, um, uh, I, <laughs> I also noticed I, uh, so I, I was referring to Jessica Lang's character as exploit as exposition Johnson, the whole episode, <laughs> because her whole, her only rule of existing in the episode was for her to explain things and tell stories about the house for us, like in, in camera, that was her only reason to exist there. So exposition Johnson's anti-gay. I noticed, uh, she's definitely done porn in the past and, um, she's kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) So that's just a couple of notes I left about that, but there's things related to when we get further into the episode, but I just think that it's so crazy. Like every single time she'd pop up, Exposition Johnson would tell you a fact and then give you something to not like about her. It was like clockwork. She was like, this house is blah, 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 blah. And also lesbians are weird. And we're like, why? (laughs) And she did it like a million times. She would say something important to the plot. Like these halls, they're haunted. They are. And also blacks do not deserve to be in this house. Like every single time, bro says something horrible to the nun or not the nun, the, the maid says something horrible to this person and this person. And it'd be like <laughs> exposition, these earrings exposition, shitty comment about her parenting exposition, shitty comment about the kid being suicidal yeah. exposition, shitty comment about how all men are worms. It happened every time. It's true. Cause there's that scene where she's like, Oh, the maid will, they'll come looking at the maid to steal it. And then she goes, don't make me kill you again. So it's like exposition, 
she's a fuckhead. Yeah, exposition, we don't like her. That is the plot of, that is, especially in the pilot. Yeah. Every single time she comes in, she says something that's exposition to the plot, and then she says something to make you fucking hate her. Every time. Yeah. Every fucking time in this pilot. Also, Evan Peters' character. Um, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to tell you what happens in the plot, but what happens with him, you can predict the big twist with this character five seconds into him being on screen. Because <laughs> I did. Yeah. I turn to Franny and I go, this is the truth about this character. This is the big twist. And she goes, yep. And I'm like, you know how I could tell? Because he looks like that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> should, we, should we kind of talk about what the first episode's about? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You want you want to do it? No, you can do it if you okay. want. I, I'm I'm gonna get into the spoilers more. I, I feel like okay, I have more yeah, to say true. post the first episode, and I know that neither of you have are fresh on that, so I'm coming with the spoiler talk. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely not fresh on it. I watched I watched it kind of like over your shoulder a little bit while I was doing other things, but you watched a lot of it while I wasn't around. But um, yeah. So in the first episode, it centers around um the Harmons they're moving away like we said in the wikipedia um because the wife had a miscarriage and the husband cheated and the daughter's just violet she's just kind of edgy and they want to just they want her to have a fresh start too so they move into this house well they go to look at this house that is like way cheaper than it should be and um they the um person showing them around admits that it's um because the previous uh, family that lived there it was two gay guys that lived there together um it was a murder suicide yeah yes um and that um that's why it's so low and (laughs) edgy violet when she hears that says we'll take it Mm -hmm. um so they end up moving into this house and right away shit's kind of like fucky um (laughs) i've got a lot of good notes i'm sorry yeah go ahead right away shit's kind of fucky the dad is actually a psychiatrist and he's gonna run his practice out of the house too um he has this patient come in that he like later down the line of this episode this is all in the first episode right where you meet tate and everything Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so he has this a new patient come in tate and basically like baby columbine is who this kid is it's oh fucked up God. but it's true like this is like columbine and or just everyday yeah. high school this is in America this is a now. sandy hook kid you yeah know? it fucked up this Sorry. this whole ep- this whole episode is like littered with triggers yeah i mean, they, I mean there, there is aggressive self-harm yeah. intercut with normal conversation without warning yeah mm-hmm. so like seriously like Ryan Murphy's a fucking joke. Like he is, he does things to be shock factory. Yep. He is, he's, he's a sensationalist in the way he shoots things. Understand before you watch the show, like serious trigger warning, there's going to be like very fucked up imagery pretty much that will catch you off guard. So just prepare for that. That's very real. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And, um, so Tate's kind of like this edgy kid that, um, the dad feels like might be like a threat to the school. And like, just to like, anybody around yeah tate's the kind of guy to get like never mind tattooed on his arm yeah if you know what i mean like he's so aggressively grungy it's annoying yeah. he's the asshole who has like <laughs> born october 3rd 1995 and then it says two and then it's like a little semicolon right because <laughs> he lives forever no. <laughs> but yeah and he like meets the daughter and they have a little like edgy moment together and um but oh i also wrote um i want to say some things about violet yeah. um who's the worst yeah that's that's the one that they show the 
self-harm. Uh, Violet is a yeah. douche who decided they were buying the house yeah. over everybody else. Yep. The cigarette scene with her is dumb as fuck. Yep. True. Yeah, they have like this like edgy scene with Violet where she's at school and like she's like walking down a hallway smoking a cigarette. Uh, yeah, I wrote right here. Yeah, the cigarette scene. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I wrote right here like these girls should be mean to her. She sounds annoying. <laughs> also, the girl who <laughs> plays her bully is like the worst actress in the world and overreacted within five seconds. And Dude, like, I actually. Yeah, the cigarette shit. scene entire in its entirety yeah. is dumb for more than just Violet. Like it's actually just really bad. It's just like bad. from beginning to end. It's a terrible scene. You do you do not get a physical bully over something that minor. Yeah, yeah, like the first day of school, she has a like physical altercation over the fact that like she smoked a cigarette. This girl's like, eat this fucking cigarette. That doesn't happen. No. <laughs> Everybody would be like, you're a sociopath. Go yep. touch grass. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> she has like this like bully moment and then like right after meets Tate. And obviously the dad like freaks out that they like met and like he tries to call like authorities on them to no avail. And like on him. And then, um, this is all in the pilot too. They take Tate and Violet, like team up and like torture that girl. Yeah. So they convince that girl to yeah. come over cause she's been bullying her. And, uh, he basically, um, you know, all of a sudden the bourgeoisie is in the basement with like this giant monster and they're fucking this chick up. Yeah. It's really, it's shot terribly. <laughs> It's bad. It's something to say that it looked like a Nine Inch Nails music video in a bad way. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. I actually have one more note about the way it's shot. And I I just really want to make sure I say it because I felt this. I wrote, bad zooms, shot like Glee. Like, like Lee. Aggressive self-harm shot in brilliant lighting and showing that this could be a good idea or romantic. <laughs> bad show. I got all the twist endings right off the top. More aggressive self-harm put throughout the entirety of the show and tells the youth effectively to kill oneself. Dare, um, Dare would never do this. <laughs> I yeah, mean, there there's a lot really... of ways where they glorify the idea of death. Yeah. And like the, the you know, like the, the permanence of it and also like the idea of like tragically placed in life and not fitting in. But then it glorifies this idea of self-harm and suicide. I mean, it's really... It's really fucking gross. They they make murder suicide into like a romantic gesture mm-hmm. so multiple weird. times in the show. And like that's cuz like Ryan Murphy's like a sick fuck. Yeah. And also it's so clear how badly he wants to fuck Evan Peters by the way he shoots him. Mm. He shoots him like um like a porno. What's the name of the yeah. chick from I know what you did last summer? Do you remember who I'm talking about? The main chick? Yeah, I know. Who Is it you're like Camila Cabello? No, it's not, it's some <laughs> It's some I can't remember the fucking name I'm right now. Her. I know, like the Scream Queen. The Scream, like the way that they oh. shoot, the way they Jennifer shot Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. They shoot. He shoots Evan Peters the way horror movie directors in the '90s shot Jennifer Love Hewitt, in like the lustiest lust ways possible. Yeah, I could see that. Like especially, he so badly wants to fuck this little boy, especially in the second season, the way it opens. Oh my we'll god, I know it, it got even. See. Yeah, yeah. He's like clear, like he shoots Evan Peters in like you're gorgeous like you're like you know you're a tortured adonis like you're Mm -hmm. this great gorgeous thing and that's even a part of his character with people saying like you're beautiful and stuff but we'll get to that and the spoiler stuff yeah but i just think that the entire concept of the show is flawed because it's it's a really gross idea to romanticize what they do yeah and like for an impressionable impressionable like teenager like this was not a good show for like the audience that it was marketed to. I don't know if it did a good enough job that it 
warrant and a warning it for didn't. people who were watching it. Oh, no. I don't think this... it was believable at all for people to be like, yes, yeah, self-mutilation. Well, no. It no, but seriously, it. it romanticizes it and makes yeah. it like this edgy idea. Like, you know how people like live their life as though they're in a Tim Burton movie? That's true. That's There's... absolutely what these zillennials have been doing with American Horror Story is that they live their life in like this like kind of campy extra aggressive self-harm horror like the amount of overalls that are bloodstained or like fake bloodstained as a result of this show is ridiculous you know what i mean that's awful it's a total it's a total subculture it is like like shit bro film students they love american horror story yeah and like also just like it 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 was just it it's a problematic show and i feel like people and i feel like the fact that it's still running is weird that it that like ryan murphy logan and i were talking about this like we feel like ryan murphy's gonna have like gonna be canceled he's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna be me too because he's such a demented fuck yeah like (laughs) like like some of the concepts nothing happened and brad falchuk too like that guy's fucked up because they're the way that they just keep coming at this show with so much like aggressive violence and, and horror and gore, but never make any moment fun is astounding to me. I mean, like I understand the concept of making it really hard to deal with like horror drama, but occasionally there's something fun that you're interested in something that like you actually want to watch happen. You know, there's, there's payoffs. Like if we can reference squid game for a second, squid game is a very aggressive, violent show, but a lot of the time there was elements in the show that would make you excited. Almost like you were watching a reality show and things you wanted to happen. This show doesn't have that. There's no moment where you're like, man, I sure hope this happens. You're just like, wow, this really sucks. I feel bad. That's what the show does. I want, I feel bad now. I don't feel good in my stomach. It felt like they were literally going from plot point to plot point and it wasn't even a plot point. It was like, okay, what screwed up thing can we get to the next screwed up thing and have something in between where it's docile? And I hated that. I want there to be some kind of story. If you're going to make me sit through blood and gore and guts, then like give me something. Yeah, this is totally not the type of show you'd normally gravitate towards. Like, what did you think of it? Uh, It's balls. Yeah, it's not good. It's balls. I had I had another couple of notes about this. If you guys yeah. were okay, yeah, do it. Oh yeah, I'm not done talking about. So it. I wrote, um, "Dad likes to be naked, yep. crying after jerking off after seeing an old woman fap." He masturbates seen, twice. Yeah, was so seen by have... mysterious stranger. And then I also wrote, "Dad, Dad sees gimp outfit. Dad's wet." Yeah. So to elaborate on those points, so <laughs> he one has more, one more, one more, okay. one more. Okay. Uh, this one was a quote. Can I pet your dog? She said she shouldn't have done. <laughs> she said she shouldn't have done that in reference to the dog protecting itself. So like what happens is this, this girl walks up, this Eddie girl, she, she goes, can I pet the your dog needs- and violets or no, it's actually the mom. The mom's like, no. And then she's like, pets the dog anyway. And the dog's like, right and she's like, you'll pay for that. And it's just like that. And I just wrote that dog's going to die. Fuck you, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> right. It's just like yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> But yeah, to elaborate on the maid thing of it all. So um, the house, like people keep like showing up at the house. And um, one of the like people that show up at the house is the maid. And the mom's like, no, we don't, we don't need a maid. But she's like, oh, like, and like, she's this like nice old lady. She's like, I've like worked for this house for years. Like I pretty much come with the house. Like I'm not going to charge you guys much. Like I just love taking care of this house. Like 
let me do my job please so she so she hires her but when the dad comes into the room and sees her he doesn't see the old lady that we're seeing he sees like a like hot young maid in like a sexy outfit and he's like so confused why his wife would hire her and kind of feels like like kind of like almost like acts like he's like being trapped Mm. by it so um later he's what a dumb dynamic yeah you simply buy a hot woman so you feel attacked by it yeah like maybe you should mind your fucking business but yeah so he so she's like the wife is at home and the maid's home and um the husband's like walking around the house and he walks into a room and sees moira the maid like fapping <laughs> yeah yeah and um he like goes and like jacks off and cries just yeah i, I got that very aggressively now. yeah you can tell that ryan murphy also has a thing for dylan mcdermott because literally yeah. he's naked so often you're mm-hmm. just like yeah that makes sense a couple more notes about dylan mcdermott um the gimp suit scene i wrote gimp oh, suit god not her husband 100 like i was already well, yes. certain yeah. well we weren't certain until the end of the episode oh I really that in i the knew moment. the moment and I wrote, he he fucks her better than her husband does. LOL, cucked. And then I wrote, older woman comes in and is nuts. This is terrible. Basement scene. And then I, there's a moment when Evan Peters is like helping her like trap this girl in the basement where there's a flash cut of Evan Peters going, Helter Skelter. <laughs> Why is that in there? Why is it shot like like a fucking, like a, like it's shot like a Marilyn Manson music video. It's so fucking bad he's trying to act normal for this chick and acting like, no, I'm not doing anything too crazy, yeah. but he's literally, there's a flash cuts of him going helter skelter into the camera. And it's like, what the fuck am I watching? And That's I, in the pilot. Bro. I ate this shit up at the time too. Like oh, I God. fucking loved this. Him. Yeah. So pop. <laughs> but yeah the gimp suit, the, the wife and the husband like find it in the basement and then like attic. Oh, the attic. Yeah. yeah the attic. And they just kind of like leave it there. But, um, they haven't well, been no, having... he throws it away oh yeah he throws it away yeah. yeah and they haven't been like having sex after the miscarriage and then they like they do finally fuck, get it they yeah they fuck, get it on that night and they said he said something before they fucked that i thought was weird yeah i wrote it down he said hold on one, one more second i find it like it's almost a rape trigger of <laughs> like the fact that he comes in and it's like that's not her husband. Yeah, yeah it's, you know that. No, it's, it's like, fucked up. It's shit. fucked up. And uh, they they make the wife into like such a like, vic- like they just victimize her in every way. It's really mm-hmm. bad. Hate it throughout the show. Also, please wear pleather, not leather. So <laughs> I, I just want to point that he said um, when he was talking about their sex, he said, and I quote, "It's a little weird." And then they got excited and yell fucked each other. That's odd, right? What do you mean your sex is a little weird? What does that mean? And, and why is that something you guys are talking about out in the open like that? I was like, do people actually talk about that in real life? When and they're say married? that it's weird, like out yeah, loud. Like, I never. think the weird sex people have that nobody talks about it afterwards. Yeah. We're just like, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> nobody goes like, what about that weird shit we do? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? In a serious argument about like, Aren't I about so kinky, babe? about each other's like needs and like, and like fucking like, a, like child death and shit so they're talking about all this serious shit and he goes and we fuck a little weird and i miss that and it's like what bro you're so strange please sit down go away this is awful yeah he's bad vibes always yeah anyway, is there anything else we want to say about the pilot because i'm ready to jump i want to hear spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, yeah i want to hear it well first is there anything is there any like let's let's give our number yeah. right now for okay. the pilot and who we are 
I'm going to give. Oh, yeah, who we are. And who we fuck. So I know, <laughs> I know me as a freshman in high, as a little 14 year old, would have given this a 10 out of 10. But I've since grown and now realize this is poo poo. <laughs> and my whole identity was a lie. No. I'm just kidding. Okay. But no, um, I would say this show now is like a five. Wow. That's a drastic a drop. Dropped a lot. It's yeah. It's very a, giving. It, it's or a, this it's a three for me. Five, yeah. It's a one for me, dog. Wow. <laughs> like, at least I feel like even Scream, even though I hated it and knew what was happening, I still at least like the characters more, I guess. So, like, that really tells you something that this is shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I thought, like, the nostalgia would be enough for me to, like, mm. really rate this highly. Yeah. But it, like, got... I wish I would have just let it live in nostalgia. I forgot how triggering this show is. I'm sorry. And how, like, fuck, fucked up this is for, like, people, you know? Like, it just makes me sad that, like, this is a show that exists. <laughs> it shouldn't. It just shouldn't. All right, we can get into spoiler talk. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. We already read it. We didn't say who we we're gonna be. Oh, yeah, I think we're we, just over it. Do we want to say? I think we're just over it. I don't think we want to say who we are in this. It's, it's problematic to say you're anybody in this. I'm the dog who bites that one. Girl yeah, because she deserved it mm-hmm. at that time. Definitely, yeah, hundred percent. And I don't think we need a fuck Mary kill in this either. It just no, we're, totally we're good. Fucked. We're good. I My think all these not. It's just Evan Peters, I think. But not, All three? But not the character. It's just Evan Peters. <laughs> well, he's problematic. I, yeah. and that's why I'd kill him, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but once only after you fucked and married him for his money and his, you know. Yeah. Then, as like, Ryan Murphy would yourself. say, his body. His body. Which is, you know, that of a just a small boy, it seems. I don't understand why people are so into it, but whatever. Really? He just kind of seems like a stringy man, doesn't he? Like, I don't get why people find mm-hmm. him so hot, but whatever. Okay. Um, you know, no judgment. I'm not. I'm not one to talk, but uh, anyway, spoilers. Here we go. Okay. All right. Let's start off with the baseline spoilers. Let's get to the plot endings of certain characters. All right. So the Addie girl. All right. She is later like the, the, there's like the, the older woman has like a hot boyfriend. Right. Okay. And she like, is like hanging out with this hot boyfriend and like, you know, having fun and shit like that. And at one point, Right before Halloween, she decides she wants to go as a pretty girl. So, yeah. so Violet puts makeup on Addie's face. And when she comes home, the mother's so mad that she throws her into a closet filled with nothing but mirrors. Yeah. And locks her inside what? and says, look, are you a pretty girl? I just sent that in the group chat for a reminder, Cody. But yeah, yeah. that that's fucked up. Okay. So that character then like... The mother feels bad. She buys her a female mask and goes, now you can be a pretty girl because it's a woman's face. That's messed up. Uh, it fucks up her periphery vision. And when she's trying to keep up with a girl, with a couple of girls trick-or-treating, she gets hit by a car and dies. What? Yes. <laughs> this is like episode three or four. Okay. <laughs> now, what we come to find out is people who die in that house haunt that house. So Constance, the mother, the the woman who's definitely problematic, you know, Exposition Johnson, as I call her, mm-hmm. she's trying to drag Addie's dead body over to the house to die on the lawn so she can haunt the house. She pushes the off the paramedics and drags her dying body onto the grass, but she dies before she gets there. Good. And Addie's glad she died before she yeah, died. Yeah, I know. It's like, then you're trapped in that house haunting it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
she talks to a medium later and she's like, Addie's happy and like thinks that ghosts are, sca- are sad as fuck and like, LOL, I'm a pretty girl now, get fucked. And so <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what happens there. All right, the Evan Peters character. Uh, if you noticed, he only ever is around at that house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you notice, he looks like he might have Crohn's or be a ghost, but it's both. Whoa. And he's also 90s because he's died a while ago. In 94. He, yeah. my friend, after finding out so what we find out is that uh, spirits can move freely on Halloween. Really dumb. Okay. Is never reincorporated in any other AHS AHS property. Uh, they they kind of exist separately. They're not really supposed. It to doesn't matter though. Like you make but a yeah. rule that big, you should incorporate it into multiple things. Build your universe. Because isn't there like a season where you find out all these universes are connected? I I lost track of all. There's this a multiverse. There's an, there's a cinematic universe. I, I think, think there, there might be, might be oh. or there might be like a small connector, but these actors play different people. Yeah, it's like it's like Kevin so, Smith's yeah. universes and stuff. Like he is same actress play different characters in the same universe. Yeah. Um but anyway, so we find out Evan Peters was uh because all these kids keep chasing them around on the only date that him and Violet have out, like out of the house, he's able to take her out on Halloween because he's dead. She doesn't know that he's dead yet. Nobody knows that he's dead yet. Could other people see him? Yes. Okay. Because you can let other people see you. But they're chilling at the beach because they're allowed to wander wherever they want that day. So he's like, I'll take you on a date on Halloween. We'll go to the beach. And then what happens is a bunch of teenagers who are like, look like they're all in like dead makeup and stuff, but clearly you're ghosts because you know that ghosts are walking freely are chasing them. And you come to find out that he was a school shooter and these are the students he murdered. All right, Evan Peters part two. You find out that Evan Peters is actually, what happened is the Constance lady who lives across the street, remember she kept saying, I had one beautiful child, one child who was beautiful. It's Evan Peters' character. She used to live in the house across the street and he got killed by the police after they found him after the school shooting. Uh, And he was hiding in the house? Yes, he was, and he died in the same room that Violet sleeps in. He was shot to death in there. Okay, so that's her son, (laughs) right? Now, you may be wondering, who's Gimp Suit Man? Yeah. Okay, the person who took the Gimp Suit from the trash can was Evan Peters. Evan Peters raped Violet's mom. What? Yeah. And he impregnated her. (laughs) But the dad also. The dad impregnated her during the same ovulation period. So there was two congruent separate babies growing in the fetus at the same time. So she has two uteruses. No, no, this is actually a thing that can happen. You can get two different sperms in one ovulation. Yeah. Okay. But it's really rare. Yeah. Something that only a ghost dick could do. Hmm. Space dick from coast to coast, baby. (laughs) Um, But no, uh, so that happens. Go to space for that dick. Sorry. (laughs) The whole time he's keeping a secret from Violet, right? Uh While, meanwhile, let's go to the Violet plot point. So Violet the whole time is basically like i don't fit in with the other kids because i'm real edgy and different and she's really into evan peters's character and she's also upset that her parents that their mom's pregnant and she had to deal with you know uh a miscarriage so recently in the past that she was worried because her mom was older so she found that like upsetting for herself she knew her parents should be separated Mm-hmm. And she was just feeling a lot of anxiety about having moved to California and like they're already talking about like separating and selling this house. So while she's stressed out about that, she comes to be closer with um, Evan Peters' character Tate. But then through like Constance, like the old woman across the street who's his mom, and like just like, you know, finding out about who he is on the internet and shit. Because she found out 
about the massacre because these teenagers that were following him around the ghost the whole time were like, Google it. If you don't know about it, fucking Google it. We're pretty fucking famous. We're like the midtown, you know, murdered seniors or some shit. And so she finds out that Tate used to be alive. She finds out, she finds out definitively that Tate killed those people and he's a ghost, but he's claiming he can't remember that he ever died or why he ever died. Okay. Like he doesn't understand that he's a ghost according to like what she's being told. But we later find out that he did know he was a ghost. But anyway, was there a reason why he raped the mom or is that just like, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm getting through as much as I can. Okay. (laughs) So then what happens is Tate, uh, so, so she finds out that Tate's all these things and it makes her depressed because like Tate, you know, did all that horrible shit. She has a horrible life and she takes a bunch of pills and tries to kill herself. Okay. And at the time you think she failed. You think she, he got her to barf them all up, but you uh, later find out that the reason she's so depressed and won't leave the house or anything is because she actually died and Tate didn't know how to tell her. She, she, she killed herself and now she's haunting the house with him. Yeah. And the whole time the parents just think she's being stubborn and won't go to school. And they keep getting all these truancy calls. Like, why isn't your daughter going to school? And she keeps saying, it's because I'm depressed and I don't want to go. And then eventually Tate like tells her like, dude, you're a fucking ghost. You killed yourself. Wow. Triggering. That sucks. And you okay. see the way you find out is eventually he walks her up on her decaying body and it shows like the most gruesome decaying body I've ever seen. That he just like that and obviously the, nobody's he dealt hid with. in the fucking basement. I was yeah. gonna say, oh okay. He okay. hid in the basement. And it was found by a guy who was trying to figure out what like all the there was like a lot of bugs coming into the house. Mm, yeah. It was exterminating. He was trying to find the source of like why so many bugs were there. And when he did that, Evan Peters killed that guy too, so he wouldn't tell anybody that he found like this dead girl under the basement okay so the the two guys the two the gay couple right Mm -hmm. they weren't true to each other they were like you know cheating on each other a lot and at one point on halloween they decided that they were like not going to have a baby and break up and for some reason that incentivized tate to put on the gimp suit that they had bought to like sexually excite each other Mm -hmm. uh, and kill them with it so he kills both of those dudes in the house and that's how they die and he makes it look like a murder suicide Okay. We come to find out that way earlier when the house was first built, it was built by this uh, couple, this like this doctor and this rich woman. And she was like, and they were having, they were falling on hard financial times because this doctor was like a Dr. Frankenstein type and he was doing shit off the record. So they started doing <laughs> under the table abortions. And because oh, of cool, okay. because of that, somebody found out they were doing abortions, stole their baby, mutilated it, and gave it back to them. He reassembled the baby and brought it back to life. And uh, I think they killed it together and she killed herself, but she haunts the house saying like she regrets what she did and she just wants a baby. So what Evan Peters is trying to do, he's another ghost in the house and he like likes her more than he likes his mom, this woman from the past. So he's trying trying to make make her a baby. baby. That's why he raped that chick's mom. That's messed up. That's And it works. (laughs) That's awful. That baby takes all the necessary nutrients from the other baby and the other one's like a stillborn what and they and she has she gives birth in the house at six months and is the baby a ghost actually they confirm in the show that the baby is the antichrist well there's two babies well the right. one that is stillborn you find out in the last episode it did like live for a second before it was and still then born, it's a, it's so a, it's a ghost, ghost baby, baby in the house that all of them take care of yeah, because that's gonna be a baby forever. That's gonna be a baby forever. It's a ghost baby. Yeah, because okay. the mom dies during childbirth. Yep, and then the as you know, the daughter killed herself, and then they convinced the dad not to kill himself and to try to raise the baby on his own. But the he's, one that was living. But he's murdered. Do you want to know who he's murdered by? 
Oh, God. Do you remember the chick that he cheated on his wife with? Yeah, yeah. Turns out he cheated on her. He cheated on his wife again with her just a couple of weeks before they moved, and she was pregnant. She came trying to get involved with his life, and the burn dude killed her with fetus. Like he killed that girl. He I buried about this. He buried her at his lawn because he didn't know there was ghosts in his house, and he built a gazebo on top of her corpse. Uh, uh, and then she started haunting the house. So when he was trying to leave with the baby, she choked him to death and took his baby. Ghost version of her. Played by Kate Mara. But how did she leave? She didn't leave. Okay, so the child is still there. No. Eventually, Constance comes up and takes the baby back, and she raises the baby on her so own. So the baby that like lived, lived, the like one real that lived was yeah, Tate's. The Tate's baby. Uh-huh. The Antichrist. Yeah. Okay. And we see that because there's a flash forward three years later, and he murdered his housekeeper, and he's smiling, and he like, ate her blood and shit. And it's really fucking stupid. And like Constance isn't like And Constance like, what am I going to do with you? Because her kids are fucked up. She had Addie. She had a fucking like, like, like a school shooter, school shooter. But she also had that one that lived in the attic who was like Mm. special needs and like deformed. And they kept him chained up to a bed. I forgot about that. And then one day the burn dude was dating. What's her face in the past. And he smuggled that thing to death with a pillow. Do you see what I'm saying where I say Ryan Murphy forgets to put the entertaining part in the show and he just makes it dreadful from beginning to end 12 hours of agony and watching people suffer. There's a scene where he actually makes us believe that she microwaved the dog. Does the dog die? It does not die. It's the only member of the family that lives. Good. It's adopted by the, by the, the, um, lady who sells the houses but the then realtor. it romanticizes oh. it kind of at the end and shows like so at the end uh, on the final episode um it shows like that realtor showing the house to like a new family and like violet like flirting with the guy like the son mm-hmm. and like shit like that but then like the whole family kind of joins in and scares that family yeah, from they moving act there. fucking crazy to scare them away because they're like, we don't want anybody leaving this house because it's it's a it's a nightmare to live here, and you you will end up becoming ghost in it yourself because all like, of them did. They just kind of have like a happy family yeah, scene at the, the end then, with like a tree and like the baby, the, the baby, in their arms. and the and the t- and the gay couple and the Christmas tree and the family, and then in the background is Evan Peters sobbing and Kate Mara, and she's like, "You're never gonna get Violet back." He's like, "I will one day. I'll wait forever," and she's like, "Nah, dude, she's never gonna be with you, bro. You raped her mom. It's not gonna happen." Yeah. yeah. You let, like, you didn't tell her she died. You you caused her mom to die, in a way. Like, yeah. Okay. I don't know what this show is. It's bad. I mean, I knew that. But, like, what is it trying? I guess it's trying to be good. Okay, it's trying no. to be. So, it's early on in, like, horror, you know, television. And there wasn't a lot of good horror television out then. And I think they were, he was trying to just be shocking and provocative. He was trying to do the same thing he does with Glee and a, t- and a tap into that, like, this is also edgy and cool to watch. Mm. Like, it's like trying to be like, yes, like, it is a ridiculous show, but it's going to be edgy and you're going to be cool as fuck for being into it. The same way, like, teen girls were into, like, Glee. They were trying to do the same thing with American Horror Story, but just for hipsters. Weird. Very yeah. weird. And there's more to come. Asylum is... Wait, let me see if there's any extra spoiler notes yeah. I want to read. Hold on. This could be good. Uh, the reenactment killers. We forgot about them. 
There's these killers. So there was a murder that took place in this house where uh, it, w- it used to be like a sorority house kind of thing. Okay. And a nurse and a, and a woman going through medical, sc- medical school were murdered by this guy. And there's these reenactment killers who are obsessed. And one of them pretends to be a patient of the therapist dad. And then they all break in and try to reenact the murders on his family. And they're all murdered by Tate. All three of them. Wow. And it's insane how it happens. It's like the most, and it, the reenactment killer actors are the worst actors and actresses you've ever seen in your entire life. That sucks. Okay. It's, it's just, it's oh, just an insane journey. It does a plot with the black Dahlia as well. It includes the black Dahlia and its origins. <gasps> yeah. I was about to say, I thought there was a thing with that. They did the black Dahlia. And then what happened was, is the guy who, the guy who actually did the black Dahlia murder is the one who fucking delivers what's her face's baby. Yeah. As well as he fucking does it again to uh there's there was the 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 boyfriend dude was murdered by the Kate Mara ghost, the boyfriend of like Constance, and he was he wanted to be famous and like you know, we'll make you famous in another way. So they chop up his body like the Black Dahlia and place him in the park using the burn guy and he's dubbed the Boy Dahlia. Oh. And then, like, literally in one scene, he's, like, posing with the Black Dahlia chick. I don't like that. This is so weird. I don't. Yeah. It's terrible. It's literally fucking terrible. Also, the, there's a school shooter shooter scene where Evan Peters is, like, walking through the high school, right? With, like, the normal people scare me and, like, the fucking, like, skeleton makeup on his face yes, and shit. Yes. What? So oh. he wore skeleton makeup on his face in the li- in the active shooter scene yeah but then in the library he didn't have it on when he killed all those kids i don't know like not even consistency what is it with ryan murphy and school shooters he like did it on glee yeah there was like gifts of like there's something i think that was something pretty relevant at the time 2011 was like really a peak in like when that was happening and like you know what I mean? Like it was a it was a hot topic again because Sandy Hook wasn't that long before that, and then not that long later came the Parkland shootings. Like it's a it's a hot button subject. I think that it makes sense for him to incorporate it in his in his media. I just think he always does a bad job at it. Yeah, yeah. and like the, I, being on Tumblr during the time when the, like this came out, there are so many like thirst gifts of like Tate like as the school shooter and shit like just like problematic what yeah when i tell you this show is gross and he's a sensationalist and like is pretty much making gross content for the sake of it getting more eyeballs on it like, like he's it's nasty dangerous. It's, it's not dangerous it's not content. fucking cool like it's really not like especially the earlier stuff i think it gets more tame as it goes on but like this first season had aggressive self-harm mm-hmm. in many shots like many and like openly people committing suicide hanging by ropes or slitting their wrists or shooting their faces like very openly in camera violence yeah on a network show fox will do anything yeah they really will and so will ryan murphy (laughs) he should be in an asylum (laughs) good segue you're welcome Hey, looking for more content? Check out Crosscut Cinema, where me, Franny, and my friends review movies. Or check out a pilot podcast. We review TV pilots with recording artist CL Blue. Or hey, check out me hanging out with my friends on Average Joe Interviews. Socials and links are in the bio. Thanks, guys. Hi. 
Hey guys, it's CL, and I just wanted to come on and say I have a brand new song out right now. It's called Big Night In, and I hope you guys like it. It's available on all streaming platforms right now. Hey guys. <laughs> oh my god. We just didn't We're back. It's it's time. Oh no. We're gonna talk about the second installment of American Horror Story. It's it sounds like it wants to be so metal. American Horror Story Asylum. It's trying way too hard. It yeah. sounds like one of those shitty movie companies who like copies a movie that just came out, like Jurassic Carnival. You know, shit like that. Or like, you know, what was it? Um, isn't there one like about a priest where it's like Velosa pastor or something? And it's about a priest horrible. that's a, a dinosaur. That's the kind of movie that a company called American Horror Story Asylum would make. Yeah. Trying so fucking hard, dude. Trying so hard. I feel like Glee is just a ripoff of Happy Feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How much better would that show have been if everybody knew it as Happy Feet? <laughs> it's a show about youths who love to dance. <laughs> There's also school shooters. <laughs> yeah. There's school shooters and sexual violence. It must be written by Ryan Murphy. <laughs> well, get uh, ready for some more sexual violence. Do you want to hit us with that man, Wikipedia? No. Yeah. American Horror Story Asylum is the second season of the American FX horror anthology series by Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. It aired in 2012 to January 2013. The premise of the second season marked a departure from the series' first season, featuring all new characters, a new location, making it an anthology series. It begins in 1964 at the fictional mental institution Briarcliff Manor, following the stories of the staff and inmates who occupy it. Uh, it returns some cast members in new roles, such as Evan Peters, Dylan McDermott, and features uh, outbreaking star Sarah Paulson. Just wanted to, uh, star. I got two notes about this pilot. Clea Duvall can get it. Which one's <laughs> that one? That's the, the partner of Sarah Paulson. The one who's uh, the school teacher. Okay. Yeah. I love Clea Duvall. I've loved her and everything she's been in. And um, Jessica Lange uh, sang the word stupid at one point. So like when she's yelling at the, the younger nun and she's like, I should have believed them when they said you're blah, blah, blah. I ignored them when they said you're stupid. And she literally like hits a note. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's just like I mean, she's saying the word stupid out of nowhere in the middle of her talking and I could tell it was like a bad take and they're like, no, no, keep it in. It comes off genuine. It comes off like she's like, you know, speaking like a real person. Like sometimes people do just sing the word stupid. Like, no, it's bad. Do a reshot. Yeah. Reshoot that like, scene. Jessica Lange's one of the best actresses in the whole Every series. scene where it's her and Sarah Paulson, I'm like, oh, wait, there's art here because they're yeah. both really great actresses. Mm -hmm. But it's a bad, bad show. I think that parts of it are even worse than Murder House. This okay. one's less fun. This one has way less fun. Less fun? fun. <laughs> Neither of them are any I fucking know, fun. But this one has even less levity. There's no latex suit. <laughs> right? What? I don't want to watch it. This one feels very like Island of Dr. Moreau, Shutter Island wannabe. Like very like very like secluded and like olden castle, like weird German subtext, German, you know, Nazi very, scientist. Yeah, very going Nazi on. scientist. It's very much like wanting to be Shutter Island in that way. And, yeah. um, it does want to be Shutter Island. 
I feel like it would go up an edge point for me if they just made the whole thing black and white because it's shot in such poor colors anyway. <laughs> just give me a black and white to give me an era feel because that's yeah. what you're going for. Yeah. But your cameras are too glossy and it's shot too much like Lee. You got too many zoom in shots. What you do is you if you is you rip the color off of it, you put it in a stark black and white, and you add some atmosphere, put in some old music, and you instantly elevate your project because that's what you're trying to do without actually doing it. I agree with that actually. Yeah, because this one, I feel like the cinematography is better in this one, but I know but nothing about still, cinematography. it's still bad. And the thing is, yeah. is like the inspired moments are good, but like the even the lens he's using is a problem. Like he needs a different lens. He needs different lighting. He he needs it to change. He's shooting it more. It's, it's shot like it's an episode of like Gossip Girl in some ways. Yeah. And like, or like, I'm trying to think of like the OC, like the beginning with like, they're going inside the house and Adam Levine has his hair plugs and they're fucking everywhere. That whole scene, <laughs> that whole scene, his hair plugs are nuts, bro. That whole scene feels like a, a, such a current show. And those are the scenes that are the best for me because it's shot like a current show. But then they flash back to like this older story and they do nothing. It feels like to it's give it credibility of, yeah. of old other than like some yeah, costuming. things. Things look sadder and people look poorer. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all they do. Oh, and there's racism. Yeah. Thanks for that. And and aliens. And we get this all in the pilot. Yeah, you get a yeah. lot in the pilot. And like. Franny accidentally spoiled something for me without realizing it, yeah, without even knowing even that remember. she spoiled it. And we'll get into that in the spoilers. Yeah. So basically, but, but I just want to say it's a predictable plot again. Yeah. So the plot it centers around Briarcliff and um, pretty much your entry point to Briarcliff in the pilot is through um Lana, the reporter, Lana Lana Winters, local lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tag on Twitter for sure. Local, <laughs> at local lesbian. At local lesbian. Shout right. out if you exist. Right. But 100%. just but just like American Horror Story season one, there's multiple plot lines happening. But Lana's is, I feel like, the biggest one in the pilot. So she's a reporter and she is getting into Briarcliff on the pretense that she is going to write about their bakery. Mm-hmm. And... um. Jessica Lang's character, like the head nun of Briarcliff, yeah. um, she's like got an interview with her on it. Well, actually, Lana Winters went there because Bloody Face is being admitted today. Serial killer known as Bloody Face, played by Evan Peters. Well, supposedly. The one, supposedly. the person they think is Bloody Face, but it's so clear based on what you get in the beginning of the pilot that he was abducted by fucking aliens yeah. and yep. is not responsible for these murders. Yep. Also, they um, the way they rip so like absolutely from Ed Gein to me is almost disrespectful to the victims because they make this Ed Gein type serial killer sound like sexy to the media. And like, there's people inside the prison that are like, or sorry, the asylum that are impressed by him. And it's really weird to do that based off of an actual killer. I think that that's really gross and weird. Yeah. So like his killer thing is like, he's like skinning these people and, and making furniture like out yeah. of them, which is exactly what Ed yeah. Gein did. And they even said, like, right off the bat that that was the, their basis for this. You know, they wanted yeah. to do, like, a Texas Chainsaw kind of thing. It's but. a bit yikes. But, yeah, so um, getting to that plot point. So um, what we've known about that is Evan Peters, it, it shows him and his wife, who's 
black and like they kind of like hide that they're married because of the times and um he thinks they're gonna like they might have like be being attacked by like local racist because like something like starts happening around their house like this big like flash this of is, light this is after a, a sex scene that is shot in a way that yeah. makes you think the person who's in charge of the shooting the scene wanted to fuck to Evan Peters yeah. and had wanted nothing to do with his gorgeous wife literally yeah. just wants him and his whitey tidies and that's it mm-hmm. yeah so um right after that his wife Alma goes like into the kitchen to cook him dinner and he hears Alma scream and he goes out and like there's like a flash of bright white light and he can't find her and then like a bunch of weird shit happens and he blacks out like very much like you kind of get told right away it's aliens you see like creepy fucking hands and shit mm-hmm. and then um immediately from that we're taken to lana winters and briar cliff and um that's when because of that they think he's the killer because alma died in the same way where it's like she was skinned and everything yeah. um so he's being taken into Briarcliff's custody that day and lana winters actually came there to get an inter like to get an interview with bloody face um when the nun finds out she kicks her out and um later that day she like tries to sneak back in and she finds like this like secret passageway and this other nun there sister mary eunice who is supposed to be kind of like a naive nun um she is like sneaking out for yet another plot line with the um nazi doctor there's like a nazi doctor that runs his own secret operation out of Briarcliff, where he's doing like, like an mk ultra kind of yeah, thing yeah where he's doing Hydra like mm-hmm, exper- experimental surgeries on like lobotomies but worse yeah and um she's like he's kind of like convincing like sister mary eunice to help him with like very like minor tasks um but lana winters finds the tunnel through her and convinces her to sneak her back in and um when she's snuck in she's found by the head nun lady and basic like that lady goes back to um her wife or her girlfriend played by clear Duvall, and basically threatens to expose her as a lesbian if she doesn't sign her over to her custody like sign her girlfriend Lana Winters, the reporter, over to Briarcliff's custody. Which, by the way, in that situation, uh, you let her out, you. Yeah, but yep. she, I know, like, fuck, it's so fucked up. She's like a school teacher and doesn't want to lose her credibility, so she does it. But she does instantly regret it. You see that in like episode two. Spoiler alert! I feel like that's not that much of a spoiler that she regrets signing her know. sister over, but or her girlfriend her over sister. her sister, oh <laughs> but. Yeah, so problematic. <laughs> uh, what is Mary Eunice doing out in the woods? Hmm. Yeah, that you don't know. Sarah Paulson catches her doing. Who she, knows? Right? What did you think of this this pilot? The shit. The shit. <laughs> what do you think is fucking I bullshit? I said this bro? show, but I realized you what did you not watch this shit, the whole bro? show. Is this bullshit, no, bro? I did not watch the whole thing. This was one I was really hyped about at the time and really liked. And upon rewatch, uh, not so much. But what did you think? Um, I'll agree. I think the high points are actually like Sarah Paulson. I actually liked some of the Jessica Lang stuff when they're talking to each other after she discovers that why she's really there and they're having that argument yeah. about morality. That's like the best scene for yeah. sure because he's letting two talented actresses or actors whatever do you call what them, they do just just knock it out of the park. Yeah, you know it's like if you've ever seen um Tusk, the Michael Parks Johnny Depp scene is not necessarily like 
doesn't really need to be there, but because you have two amazing actors that you just let the fucking film roll. And that's the best part of this whole pilot is when they just let them talk about morality. And, you know, they have this spinning camera and this tense music as they're arguing back and forth. It's really impressive. That's the best part. This one is like the overarching theme of this one is a lot of like sexual repressment and religious abuse. (laughs) Um, what did you, what did you think of this? You haven't seen it before, right? Or had you Logan? I think I saw the pilot with a edgy girl. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I definitely like watched the whole thing when it came out and everything, but I, I know some for spoiler talk. I don't remember everything, but I know like this one, I feel like is less predictable than murder house. At least I, I take cross with the woman playing the, um, disabled lady who like murdered babies and stuff uh, yeah, yeah. i take a little Pinhead bit of cross lady. with that actress she a little looks bit. like the hunchback of notre dame yeah and she doesn't really look like that and yeah. so for yeah. me it kind of bothers me i guess i mean i get that people can do that and they can do a great job at it but it's something about also how it like like he he for some reason needs to have someone with a disability be represented in poor lighting in every one of his shows it's weird. You know, like, I guess Becky's the most positive, but even with Becky, he doesn't really represent her in the best way. Her in name's Glee. not Becky. In Glee. Oh, in, in Glee? Glee. I thought I'm saying were, Ryan Murphy. You, he always has... Murder House, but yeah, He always right. has a character like this in one of his shows for some reason, and he never makes them respectable characters or even real people, and it really fucking bothers me. I never like, thought about that. That's a good point. What is his weird obsession with it? I don't know. I think it's because he, he's, like, he's like Tim Burton-esque. He likes, like the odd and the strange. And I think he tries to incorporate that, especially in American horror story where people kind of let him run wild with his deviant fucking creepy ass thoughts. And uh, a lot of the time it's just not good. Like the problem with his story is that he's never leading to something entertaining or compelling. He's just leading to more despair. Yep. You just feel worse and worse as you watch it, no matter what season it is, it feels like. And, and I'll say that this one is, I feel like a little bit more tolerable because I think it's a bit more grounded, especially since you do have, I feel like a little bit, not that the people in season one aren't talented, but like, I feel like you have a higher caliber of people who are joining the cast and they're kind of delving more into a story point. But I still felt like we were going well, from point actually, to point. Actually, it's a lot of the same people because Sarah Paulson was in Murder House too, and Jessica Lange. And, was she? Yeah, she's in later episodes. Yeah, she played oh. the medium. Interesting. Um, Evan Peters. You know, they're, they're, they're all a lot of the same people. Um, but I, I do agree that like, there's more substance here. There, there's more, they have a bigger story at the top Yeah, where it doesn't feel like they're just adding random shit, but they also overinflate this plot. Like, I'm not going to get into details past the pilot because we're not in spoilers yet, but they overinflate the story. There's too much going on. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely say that. I feel like that's one of American horror stories. Biggest problems through and through is they overcomplicate the fuck out of it. Like, do we really need lobotomy stuff? Aliens murder, like a serial killer. Like, do we need all of that? It's just a lot. I don't know. You tell me in spoilers. And he always adds relevancy to like, like, the, obviously bloody face is in reference to ed gein he couldn't use the specific names but i mean he references black dahlia in an earlier one i know in one of the later shows he does richard ramirez the night the night stalker like maybe you know with the with the way you're handling this substance i'm worried that it's not being treated with 
respect to those who were affected by it. Yeah. I think you can make a show like, for instance, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is an actual elevation of material. So when they talk about like spoilers for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the movie, but they talk about like the Manson murders and stuff. They do it in an elevated way and the changes they make are in a positive light. Whereas I feel like American Horror Story not only like in reinvites these killers into something, but make them something bigger and greater, like almost like godlike figures in his shows. Yeah. And then like they're like main pulls for the show. Like the most depraved characters in each season are the reason why everybody remembers that season. Like everybody remembers Asylum for Bloody Face. Everybody remembers Freak Show for that fucking weird ass clown dude. Everybody remembers Murder House for Evan Peters. Like it's all the it's always the most problematic characters what carries it over. Interesting. Yeah, it just it really says something about Ryan Murphy, like we've been saying. But yeah, um anybody else have and anything? Brad they wanna, Falchuk, you're fucked yeah. up too. Anybody have anything else they want to add about the pilot before we rate it and get into spoilers? I feel like this is another one we shouldn't do a fuck Mary Kill for. It feels wrong. No. No, no. Or who we are. They're literally mental no, patients. I don't think so. Slash trapped. Um, final thoughts? Uh, a little bit better. A little bit better? Not great. This is like a three for me. That's like a three. Um, at, Like the first one, when this came out, I was all about it and I loved it. And it would have been a 10 out of, t- 10, out of 10 at the time. Upon rewatch, it is a little bit better than... The first season, I'd say it's like a six and a half. I think it's better than the first season. It's like a three and a half. <laughs> wow. All right. We'll get into some spoilers. So like I said, I don't remember much. So here's the thing. <laughs> she goes, Zachary Quinto's character is a creep. I'm like, he's bloody face. The moment she said that, I'm like, he's bloody face. Guess what? He's bloody face. Wow. The therapist. Yeah. he He's the therapist for like, um, and he's supposed to be like evaluating bloody face and so i i googled the scene where like you find out where it is on one of our breaks just to, like get an idea and he like the way he finds she finds out is it's yet again in reference to ed gein where there's a candy dish made from a human skull huh? and there's a lampshade made out of human skin and she's like in his apartment and that's when she finds out that he's bloody face and he like has a trap door that like drops her down oh that God. is an exact piece by piece replica of ed gein setup and exactly what he was doing. So yeah, it's a little gross. Yeah. It's a little nasty. And also like, man, he brought Ryan Murphy just wants to take every psychologist, therapist, whoever, and turn them into the most unlikable characters possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, weird. Oh, Adam Levine loses his arm. I was yeah. going to say one of the most enjoyable things in that entire pilot was watching Adam Levine get his fucking arm ripped and we didn't off. Even and and how he need his That's girlfriend crazy. in the face. Like get off me bitch. And then yeah. he loses his arm. I was like, yikes, bro. It was great. Also, why is bloody face back? Do you remember? He's like murdering them. In yeah. The, why is in the he present? Alive? I don't, I know. I don't know. Cause I, I haven't seen remember. it. Is it Dude, this new? is your thing. I know, but like it was so, this show is so bad too like i (laughs) listen i was gonna watch the full season again in preparation for this and then i started to and it just made me like upset to watch it's so violent when it doesn't need to be he like covers the fact that it's kind of bad with just extra violence and gore i've been saying this to you for years and you were fucking right i know turns out Logan was right, as he usually is. (laughs) 
But yeah, basically the ending of Asylum shows the ending of Briarcliff and it just kind of like stops being an establishment at the end of the show. And um, fuck, I don't know what that is that kills. It, that, what? <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking into yeah, it Yeah, right like now. look into it because I'm curious. But um, some some highlights. I would definitely say some highlights from this. So the head nun, I keep forgetting her name. The one that um, Jessica Lange plays. American Horror Story Asylum. So apparently... It's a group of pranksters, and they are, like, acting like him. Oh, okay. Apparently. But the dude loses his fucking arm. Well, that's what I'm trying to make sure. Um, <laughs> what kind of prank is that? Several teenagers in 2012 parodied Bloody Face Identity and pranked the tourists in the ruins of Briarcliff, but at least one of them had gleefully gone murderous and attempted to kill people using the identity. And that's they pointed out, because stupid. apparently in the 1960s version, the original one had a demented grin stitched onto his face and then the remake guy in 2012 who was the copycat uh has an angry snarl yeah so apparently it's just like i literally forgot someone about who that. liked him it's just bad but yeah so sister jude is jessica ling's character so sister jude has her own like plot line too where she actually became a nun because she committed like a hit and run and killed the woman and, ki- and killed, and a, child, her killed a child kept her glasses it was a it was a child and um so she starts getting like haunted by that because sister mary eunice so like she says she's possessed yeah she gets possessed okay and um it gets like there's demons yeah there's demons so there's demons and possession there's another kid that comes in that's like possessed by a demon um there's aliens So I did read that this is based on Waverly Hills Sanatorium, by the way, just throwing that out there. Isn't that the one around here? Mm-hmm. That's oh, what fun. I've heard. What? Yeah, he got the idea because he went to Waverly Hills Sanatorium or some shit. Got the idea for asylum. It's just, it's Weird. a lot happening in one asylum. And like, I feel like we could have just completely taken the aliens out. So like, you know, what is the thing that they fed? Is that the, is it the aliens? That was what my guess was. No, the no. thing that they fed is like, I think it's something to do with um, Dr. Arden, like the uh, Nazi like, guy. They're like it's reanimating like, body parts yeah. with dead people. Is that yeah. what it was? But okay. here's the thing. They did that in the first fucking exactly. show. Why are we doing it again? He's obsessed with like reanimating corpses. Like we have weird. another weird monster. And then he's like, Rocky feeding. Horror is my favorite musical. It's like, bro, that's the same fucking thing. Yeah. You're right. fucking weird, Ryan Murphy. It's- Basically, Ryan Murphy has a fucking heyday with Asylum and just <laughs> goes as weird as he possibly can. So what did aliens have to do with it? Was it just he got abducted and that was it? Yeah, he got like abducted. Um, I. Yeah, he gets. Um, basically, they like wipe his. He like gets like framed for it because of the abduction, because he doesn't like remember like what fully happened. Right. And like. He gets like an implant in him by the and aliens. His Dr. wife Arden is skinned and she's black. Yeah. And that's a relevant thing for the time well, period. That's as well. why I was like wondering. Yeah. I was like, do they explain why well, she's skinned or I don't um they I know the aliens put something in Evan Peters' character and um was when it a they, baby. It was like a chip. <laughs> it was like a chip. And when the evil scientist guy finds it, he like thinks it's like basically people like sending him into it. This chip him. grows legs and walks yeah. around and I'm like, Oh, it's spy kids too. Got mm-hmm. it just a thumb <laughs> what are the walking thumbs walking around interesting 
Um, yeah, this sounds horrible. It's a lot. And like people, the the video of like her discovering its bloody face is the most popular scene in the whole season. And uh, I watched it. It had like a bajillion views, and it looked terrible. She basically is walking around. And he's like, she's like, yeah, bloody face, blah blah. blah. And then she sees this candy dish, and it's made of fucking skull, and this lamp, and it's like. This is the big reveal scene, and I got bad vibes from Zachary Quinto immediately. I just get yeah. bad vibes from Zachary Quinto. That's enough <laughs> right. Sad. Yeah, but um, he was—I mean, he was convincing though. He did yeah. like have a flip. I'll say that he brought something to the role. You pointed out something too. It—it it was kind of a giveaway that he was first billing. Yeah, he was the first billing on the show. So I was like, okay, so he's also—he's he also relevant. Even in the pilot. Yeah, I'm like, so he's really relevant for sure. Um. Interesting. And it, it's even weirder because isn't Evan Peters after him? And Evan Peters is clearly the star of this season. Yeah. Like yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and he's, he is definitely shot like a porno most of the time. Dude, I know, dude. Ryan Murphy wants to fuck him so mm-hmm. bad. Apparently, one of my friends was a big fan in high school. And she warned me. She's like, there's a later season with Evan Peters where he has like blue hair or something like that. And that's, it's literally shot like a porno. He's in like jail or something. Jeez. So I don't know. Ryan Murphy does some fuck shit with Evan Peters. There's a later, like, um, the circus one is really fucking weird with Evan Peters. Freak show. We'll review it if you guys want us to. But yeah, um, I think this one should be left in the past. I do not feel like diving back. (laughs) I feel like the show, this show should be left in the past. I think they've ran out of stuff to do now thankfully and they'll stop doing <laughs> it season two <laughs> yeah but done. season two should have been the end <laughs> i don't think it should have been season one should have been the end but like i said i loved this at the time i mean it was a springboard for a lot of people yeah. like evan peters and sarah paulson like these were their breakout roles so that's cool we got some talented actors out yeah. of this yeah i mean i guess that's that i don't know i i also think that like there's a weird subculture that's obsessed with Sarah Paulson now. Mm. And I just don't think she's as great as everybody says she is. Like she's good in these shows, Mm -hmm. but when they start putting her in extra shit, I'm always like, Oh, please take her out of that. Like when she was in like, uh, I think it was, uh, what was it? Glass? What was it? Is that what it's called? What was the, what was the last part of the, um, unbreakable series? It was unbreakable split and then glass, right? Yeah. Hmm. She wasn't I don't very even good remember that. her in that. That's crazy. She's the lady who was like running the facility. Oh. I was like, wait, can you really much use anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> but she does a great Drew Barrymore impression. Mm. Yeah. And I and I don't want Drew Barrymore in anything either. So I love that Drew Barrymore, but that's besides the point. Yeah. I, I don't really have anything left to say about Asylum besides don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Coming from the person who's like literally American Horror Story used to be a part of your personality. Yeah. And now I'm saying I should have been canceled. <laughs> all right what else does everybody have to plug um you can find logan and i on a whole other podcast crosscut cinema we review movies with our two token lesbians we review um two movies in full spoiler reviews so check it out we just um reviewed venom and malignant that's pretty topical uh nice. logan has his own channel too yeah youtube.com slash logan tyler sorry logan tyler music and um you can get uh, my own shows that I'm starting, my side projects. Also, any bonus clips from either podcast, whether it be the movie podcast or the TV podcast, uh, you can get them all on that channel, youtube.com slash Logan Tyler. Nice. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at CL Blue Official. 
and I have an album coming out, which I'm really excited about. My first album, it's out on October 22nd. It's called Scorpio. And I have a YouTube channel. Go subscribe if you want to, you know, see things that happen on there. Vlogs and whatnot. Also, we forgot to say where you can find us. You can find us at twitter.com slash a pilot podcast. Instagram.com slash a pilot podcast. And follow a pilot. us on all social medias. <laughs> And YouTube.com slash a pilot podcast. Hey guys, it's CL. And you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Review us five stars. Say we're the best if you think we're the like best. If subscribe. you think we're the worst, still say we're the best. Share us with your friends. I think we're pretty good. Thank you. And thanks for listening for a whole year, guys. Yeah. It's been real. One year. From Scream to American Horror Story, Cody still made it through. <laughs> yeah, I, I still want to die. Later, Gators. <laughs>